0: Chapter 3 Fairy Tales and Magic Spells. When we are born, we immediately start adapting to our environments. Our young brains are brilliantly lit with their electrical activity. As children, we are astounding inventors and problem solvers. The processes take place in a vivid form of an imaginary world where anything and everything can happen. Our minds play out situations in a form of virtual reality. It's kind of like when you go over a conversation and you come up with the response, I should have said. With children, that thought process plays out constantly, where sometimes the I should have said shows up before the conversation and is tested out in the physical world. Like the tangible world, the mind's virtual reality is not always a peaceful place and the imagination is limitless. The little girl watched as the family she once knew began to die. As most people do when an unexpected change occurs, she looked for a trigger to the change A time or event that could be corrected to bring back the family she once knew. As she looked back, she found the changes were already underway long before she showed up in this life. All the lives were connected.
1: And everything that already happened was setting up for now. And that means that the future
0: is already set up too. So she attached the most recent memorable shift as being the loss of the blue envelope.
1: Maybe if I find it... I looked it up, Kitty.
0: The little girl said, pointing to the definition she'd written down.
1: At my sister's school, she takes Latin.
0: What did it say? Kitty asked. Origin. She answered. Origin? That's a person? Kitty asked again. No. Persona. That's the
1: origin of person. That explains it.
0: Her older sister's tiara found its way off the shelf to sparkle as her crown.
1: We're all hiding and pretending to be something. The bandits are pretending, and my dad is pretending. My mom, my sister, and even me.
0: Her sister opened the front door, which hurried the tiara's return as feet slid over the bare oak floor and jumped to the soft carpeting of the hallway, taking her with them. You see... She continued...
1: We are all pretending because we don't know
0: who... Or what we are. I don't get it. I just am, Kitty said.
1: Yes, because you don't have to be anything. Because you already flow in the hum. I mean, you are part of everything. You are like the Brahma we read about in the National Geographic.
0: The little girl explained.
1: But people pretend.
0: In the woods, she and Kitty pushed the rickety wood door of the shack open. Thick dust littered the floor. Cobwebs scrawled across the ceiling. And a single shelf held dated books full of must and mold. Her fingers ran slowly over their bindings. Goosebumps flocked her arms as she pulled a book from its place.
1: 1926 that's how old this book is kitty
0: she read the binding
1: my Antonia
0: she pulled another book down
1: here's one originally published in 1892 and this edition is dated 1919. the diary of a nobody
0: She replaced the books to the shelves after wiping down the dust marks.
1: This is the fireplace the bandit warmed up by. That night that he stumbled upon it, he took his jacket off and let it dry out over the back of that chair.
0: She bent, looking under the chair.
1: (sighs) No blue envelope,
0: she said, scanning the room for what seemed like the millionth time. She went to work, dusting and sweeping the small space.
1: We can light a fire, but first we need to check the chimney. That's what my dad says we have to do before we start having fires every year.
0: Soot fell like a blizzard from shoving a broom handle over and over again up the stone flue. Looking like a scullery maid on a bad day, the little girl made her way home and snuck upstairs to the bath. Soon the porcelain tub looked more like a coal bin smudged in oily, sooty smears. (laughs) Whoops. It took several days' worth of work tidying up to get the little shack clean and livable, to remove all reminders of the bandit. After a quick stop by the woodshed for tools, she was led by the giant ferns and banana slugs through the pines where the days awaited. She left and returned in clean clothes, thanks to Kitty's idea of storing work clothes in one of the pots at the shack.
1: Kitty, if you think about it, we are all a nobody. We are all part of the hum, and people shouldn't have to pretend to be important, because we already are. Just not the way we think we should be.
0: A fire lit, torching splinters and twigs.
1: Hmm. We need a bigger fire to heat our pot.
0: Outside, dry moss caught on her sweater as she stacked small branches under her arms for fuel. Soon, the fire warmed the small room, and a cast-iron bowl hung over the flame with twisted fence wire.
1: We are going to release the walls of Persona, Kitty.
0: Kitty's beautifully painted hazel eyes put their trust in her.
1: We'll release the spirits into the hum and be free. Let's be the witches of Macbeth. You and me. And the flower lady will have to be the third.
0: Water from the stream began boiling in their makeshift cauldron and ingredients were laid out ready for inclusion.
1: Magic Potion Ingredients Little head fern leaves, a tiny bone found on the path, freshly picked pine cone, juniper berries, elderberries, moss, mushrooms from the horse poop, flower petals, honey, and cracked open hazelnuts.
0: Age eight. The ingredients list was found buried outside the childhood home in Portland, Oregon.
1: They're all substitutes, but they'll work.
0: A gathering of birds sang outside as the dusk held its breath for the spell's dawning.
1: Let's begin. Round about the cauldron go.
0: They danced with a golden hue of firelight.
1: In the poisoned entrails row, toad that under cold stone, days and nights as thirty-one, sweltered venom, sleeping got, boil thou first in the charmed pot.
0: She looked over the displayed ingredients.
1: We'll just put these rocks in instead of a frog. I don't want to boil a frog. He's too cute.
0: The rocks splashed into the rolling bubbles, releasing steam that twisted like an unhurried tornado, slow and mythological towards the ceiling.
1: Double, double, toil. Fire burn and cauldron bubble. Filet of a finny snake in the cauldron. Boil and bake.
0: Her eyes closed to feel the steam wrap her like a cocoon with a comforting embrace. It pulled against her back, branching like the tree. Feathering like wings. Eye of
1: new, and toe of frog. In
0: went the small bone and one juniper berry. Wall of bat and tongue of dog. Flower petals and moss.
1: Adder's fork and blind worm's sting.
0: Mushrooms from the horse pile and elderberry.
1: A lizard's lake.
0: Owlet's wing, hazelnut and pine-cone drenched in honey.
1: For a charm of powerful trouble, like a hell-broth boil and bubble.
0: And she drank it while the steamed wings blackened like the raven lifting her into the kaleidoscope of the hum. Dear
1: flower lady, it's hard to describe what I see without vision, when my eyes are closed. I've been looking through the dictionary, but it is full of words used to describe our limited view of the world. Limited, because it is based on what our eyes see when they are open. I see colors they do not teach on the color wheels. I see colors outside the vision of my eyes. Everything is always moving and always still. It is filled with beautiful spirits, and life is like magic, but not like magic tricks, but like fairies and science, space and atoms, a behind the eyes view of life, a world unspoken. Words are
0: limiting.